Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram and Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. (laughs) Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and uh, we have a lot to talk about, obviously, since uh, week one, as a tremendous amount has transpired. But uh, let's, I guess, start off with, uh, you know, the Miami Dolphins and their uh, big win at New England last night on Sunday Night Football. So the Dolphins start off with uh, um, a bit of a strange schedule because they're out – in L.A. on a 4 o'clock game, and, and then uh, New England, the other coast, on an 8 o'clock game for Sunday night football. Uh, you know, the Dolphins have not been a primetime team uh, for a bit, and now they seem to be right back in the mix. So um, there's that, and, uh, and of course they go out there, and the Dolphins extend their record now to 2-0. Two, two road game wins uh, against two you know, difficult places to play. And, uh, you know, they do it pretty uh, handily, but in different fashions, I guess you'd say. So let's let's go through the stat rundown first off. Tua was 21 for 30, 249, and uh, one touchdown, one pick. Now, I think rushing-wise is where you might open up your eye because Mostert was 18 for 121 yards and uh, had the two touchdowns. So he obviously had another. Uh, he had a breakout game um, for the Dolphins, which we will get into a lot more. Uh, Ahmed was three for 13, and uh, Devon uh, a chain was uh, one for five. The reason why I bring that up is obviously he's the rookie that we talked about a little bit last week. Um, as we continue to butcher his name, but he got uh, got his first taste of the NFL. Uh, with the one carry for five yards, so you got that. Um, Waddle four for 86, Hill five for 40. Uh, so uh, big differences there, especially with Hill, obviously. Uh, Craycraft was two for 34, uh, Berrios two for 28, and Ahmed three for 28. So I, I give you those three because uh, just to show you where they made up for that and uh, and how it was spread around. Um, now, defensively, um, you know, there were some good things that we've seen, obviously. This was, this was a game I think the defense picked up uh, for the offense in some ways. Um, Chubb, Wilkins, uh, David Long, and Van, Winkle, uh, Van Ginkle all had a, uh, a, a sack, but Chubb also had the big fumble. So, uh, you know, there, there's that, and I think that that – in a nutshell, was a big part of what the defense was able to do when you look at those four sacks and, of course, that big Chubb uh, fumble. This was the best game Chubb had as a Miami Dolphin so far. Uh, he's been lackluster uh, at best. And so this was, um, you know, a game where 
you know, you hope it, 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 it's him finding his rhythm, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but Xavier uh, Howard also had a big interception. Um, and uh, of passing note, the Sanders was one for three. And, again, uh, we're going to start this again, but we got a lot to talk about when it comes there. Um, now let me give you the uh, Patriots rundown. Mac Jones, 31 for 42, 231 yards, one, one, for, uh, one touchdown, one pick. That's the Xavier Howard pick. Uh, Rushing-wise, Stevenson, uh, 15 for 50, and he had the one touchdown. Receiving-wise, Devontae Parker was their leading receiver, 6 for 57. Hunter uh, Henry, 6 for 52 with a touchdown. And for those on the Gasecki watch, uh, 5 for 33. And also a, a meaningful uh, last play of the game, which we'll also discuss. So we have a lot to get into, obviously. Um, and... Uh, you know, there's. Uh, I guess there's a few ways of looking at this, Rich. Um, I think that uh, on a whole, uh, you know, the Dolphins have played two different games, um, and uh, you know, obviously this was a lot different up there in New England. Um, I have a couple different ways of looking at this. Uh, I'm very happy with the two and zero start, and it's against two difficult teams, two difficult places to play. I think that Belichick also was able to expose some things with the Dolphins. The good news is they're a very good football team, and were able to counter it in a lot of ways. But um, you know, and, and show that they're not one-dimensional, if you will. Uh, will you know, as, as, as a lot of people, uh, and, and maybe they have been in the past. Uh, so there's that, but there's also some issues that um, you know we have to talk about uh, moving forward. So what's your first take on, on it? Well, you know, we're not 100% healthy yet either. You know, we still don't have our best linemen, you know, available. Um, you know, yeah, so Belichick, he put, he put extra in their knees, and we ran a lot. I mean, you know, we you know, the, you know we, we went with what was given to instead of trying to force it like we usually do. So I think it was a good game plan, what we did, you know. We, you know, we, we ran the offense of what was available, you know. I mean, you know, could could Hill and Waddle have caught more deep balls? Maybe, but if they threw more, you know, they didn't really even throw that many. So, you know, I said, I, you know, I don't know so much if, if, you know, he definitely took it away. I think that, that – with all the defensive backs they had there, I just think we stopped using it. You know, then we we just went the easier route, which was running and throwing underneath. Well, I agree yeah. with a lot of what you said. I mean, uh, that's what what basically went down as far as us just not, you know, going there. I, I don't think it was there. I mean, the the one pass, you know, that they tried to go there to Hill was intercepted. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, I and he wasn't even open. I, I think if they were open, you know, they would have went there. Um, so I, I don't think they were. It was available there, but I, I agree with everything else that you said. I think that the Dolphins, you know, basically saw what was available, and and, and like a good team does, uh, you know, went and and, and took advantage of that. Um, so I, you also have to is, is the funk again in the second half. It's like we almost took the third quarter off. You know that that bothers me a little bit. You know, it just seems like. They went to the prevent offense, it seems like, in the in the second half. I don't think it was so much what the Patriots are doing. I just think we just went to a to a funk a little bit. 
you know? Yeah, I see that a little different. I see the Patriots doing more to that. In some ways, yeah, I understand, you know, what you're saying there. Um, but I also think that there was a lot of changes and, and things, you know, that, that they, you know, uh, had to adjust to um, offensively, you know, with what they were doing defensively. Um, and, and don't forget, there was those turnovers too, you know? I mean, the, the, the turnover, you, you know, uh, was a big part of that. And uh, you also had them stopping, uh, you know, certain situations. Uh, I understand what you're saying with some of the play calling, you know, that you thought they were kind of getting a little conservative, um, you know, in the, in there. But, um, you know, I, I guess you, you look at it from two perspectives. You know, the perspective that I guess I'm taking and, you know, maybe the opposite side of the coin is a little negative. But if you were looking at, say, Bill Belichick going into this game, right, um, there's a lot of factors that happen to get there, but if you would have said, hey, listen, I'm going to have Mac Jones with the ball in his hand with ultimately a chance to, at the very least, tie the game, if not win the game, I think he signs for that all day, right? So the question is, you know, that part of his game plan worked and worked very well. Uh, how we got there is what me and you will talk about, um, but... Also, Rich, you have to understand um, when you're looking at like you know that kind of uh, uh, a game plan and, and 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 how it comes to fruition that you're you know uh, basically with time running out with them you know having a chance to do that you know there's there's other factors that come into place to get there you know that the Dolphins have to make uh, but you know that's ultimately where he would want to be is my point you know so. Oh, I don't know. I, let's be honest. I mean, the reason he was at that point was because they never should have went for the 15th. I mean, they should have punted it and let him, you know, go the length of the field. That you know, at that point of the game, you know, I mean, me and you looked at each other like, "Are you really? Yeah. Are you really gonna have this guy do a 55 yarder here? You know? Yeah, it's a pivotal part. And there's no doubt about it. But either way, Rich, they're gonna have the ball. They're gonna have the ball in their yeah, hands no. with a chance to tie a win the game. It's just a different place on the field they're gonna start. Yep. You know, but yeah, I mean that's a huge part of it, and of course we're going to delve into that. Um, there, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, but there's a lot of bright spots too um, that we have to obviously address. Uh, and you know, the bright, the, the biggest bright spot is uh, is Mostert. I mean, he, you know, that's his breakout Dolphin game, right? I mean, you had two Dolphin. Uh, new Dolphins that had standout breakout games for themselves. It was, it was most certain it was Chubb. Uh, this is certainly Chubb's yeah. best game. Um, you know, he had the sack and he had the uh, the fumble recovery, which was a big play in the game. But he also had, um, you know, a lot of impact, you know, just where you noticed him on the field, where there's been many games that he's been absent, that we almost had a look to see if he was even playing. So that's a big thing, and Mostert, you know, has a 121-yard big touchdown that, you know, almost iced it, and, you know, that that's exciting to see because this is a guy who really came with a lot of aspirations from San Francisco, and when he's healthy, could really be that impact back that, you know, we've been longing for, I think. So there's those two things, right? That's what I take from the positive side for sure. Yeah, 100%. And if you, well, you know, not that Mozart was invisible last year, but you know, he was he wasn't he didn't have games like that. You know, he still was no, he had last year, but you know, right. 
and he got hurt. Yeah, right? I'm a, when did he get hurt? Yeah, like he, you know, he was just yeah, like he would play and he would have like a you know runs here and there and you know, but yeah, nothing. Yeah. This was a game that he really from start to finish was a part of and took, almost in a lot of ways you know took over you know in the backfield. So you know that that was that's exciting and that's something that I'm happy with. Um, you know when I look at that. Uh, you know, we, we were without Jalen Phillips, and the defense still was, you know, really, uh, you know, showing a lot of signs of what they're able to do. Um, you know, it comes to me, I, I look at it this way, Rich. I think the Miami Dolphins are a much better team than the New England Patriots. I do. I just yep. really do. I think they're a much better team. Now, there's, you know, when you when you take that, um, then it brings you to where, you know, I started the show off. Um, if that's the case, you know, do you take the positive side or the negative side when Mac Jones well, is, well, you know, fighting to, you know, to tie the game? game? You know, like you said before, we started two games on the road in different coasts at prime time. Anytime you're facing a division rival, it's always a tough game. You look around the league, it always is. So to come out 2-0 and with two road games to start the year, you can't really – you can't really say too many negative things about that. I mean, you know, wins are tough to get to in this league, you know, and you know it, you know, you know, how, you know, how the upsets are. And this is yes, a game sir. that you could have lost very easily. So very you come easy. out 2-0, and you really can't complain. I agree. I agree. Um, and so, you know, with that in mind, you know, that's from, from if you want to go positive, there's a lot to take because these are two really tough games, uh, you know, and, and, you know, on the road oh, I, I uh, to can, start I off. Go negative. I got one player I can go negative on right now. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, listen. Well, well, listen. Yeah, and I said at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, Sanders going one for three. Uh, listen, yeah. we had a lot of problems with this going in. Now, there are yep. a lot of problems with this going in, and uh, you know, one for three is just not going to cut it. And you not know, exactly. we can. Uh, Argue all day. Now, there, I guess we'll get into this now. We're saving it. Obviously, you know the big news of the day, and the big news of the day revolves around our punter, right? So, uh, you know, Jake Bailey, um, obviously, you know, is 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 on our team now, and he was on the New England Patriots in the past. And what did he do? He held kicks. And so, what's come out today, uh, you know, is that he has a tell. And with that tell, they were able to know when the snap is basically going to come. And I think, I still think it's Belichick, and I think that he found this and lined up uh, a rusher all the way almost to the sideline on a running start and time perfect, which was blocked. So if you factor that in, you know, it, it, it's not really a one-for-three day for Sanders, right? It's, it's a one-for-two day. And then you come down right. to a 55-yard kick, which, you know, it, it, it's a makeable kick in this day and age, but it's also a, a difficult kick, and it's a kick that he's had problems with. He's under 30%, you know, with, with those kicks. So, um, yeah, but, you, you know, know, I don't look at, like, you look at, go around the league yesterday, right, the Rams have a new kicker that's, you know, a rookie, and he's down, down the middle. You know, it's, just, it's aggravating, you know. They hit 61 like it's no problem, you know. 
And then, you know, our guy, yeah. is, it's, it's, it's got to be a mystery every time. And, you know, going back, that's just, that was my problem last year. I think they should have brought somebody in last year. I'm not saying that you get rid of them, but you should have brought in some competition for them during training camp and last year, too. I mean, there's no reason that this guy's job should be that secure. You know? No, I agree with that, but I don't agree with it for the reason you think. I mean, you think you, you, you're still in the 1970s mode that you think maybe bringing not. somebody in well, to light a fire right. under well, this guy know, is going to make him kick better. You don't even look for, no, well, you, you do look. look for somebody you do season. look. You you do, but not for the reasons why me and you have uh, you know have clashed on it. You yeah. think by bringing in the competition is going to make him kick better. It's not. It's just not. Because you had some guy fighting it out, he's not making that 55-yard kick. It's just not. I mean, well, it, it, well, it's maybe, a crowd. Maybe somebody beats him out in training camp then. Yes, I mean, yes, and that's the reason you do it. Training camp is ridiculous. <laughs> yes. You know? So you bring somebody in with, with the eyes to maybe make the change, but not, you know, for the reasoning of, you know, we're going to uh, kind of uh, spark him to play better by intimidating or, you know, in fear. Um but I think what you have to realize is that he's a decent kicker, but he's never going to be the the top echelon kicker that we see a lot of teams have. And there's a lot of teams that have it, right? I mean, they they do. They have these guys. It's not just and, it's and not I've just seen, Tucker. And I've seen a lot. And I've seen a lot better kickers get released than this guy. Like I don't know what why this guy got job security. I don't get it. Well, you know, he, he has seemed to, like you said, be very secure um, for maybe, you know, reasons that you can't understand, you know, as far as play goes. But So I'm not, I'm not going to jump all over him, but I also think that you have to understand what well, he, he has, is. The extra, point in, the extra point in week one could have been a disaster also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, can he come in with three seconds left and hit that 55-yarder to win the game? Yeah, he can. But it's not something that's going to happen more than it's not going to happen. And it's not yeah. something that, you know, you can breathe a sigh of relief and know, you know. I mean, I don't, just don't see that. I don't think he's going to be that type of guy. But that being said, it's early in the year, um, and, and he well, was blocked. 55 is aggravating, but it's not like the, the you know, the end no. all. But missing that mm-hmm. extra point in the first week is a disgrace. Yeah, but we, but we have to move on from that because, you know, you got to move on from that. So give him the chalk off on that, and let's just look at where he's yeah. at in this game. And you had the one block. Well, okay, when you get know, blocked like that, been, that's in your mind. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, know. you know, 55 row, was epic. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's been he's, – two weeks in a row he's been, on, he's been bad, you know? Uh, no, two weeks in a row he hasn't been great. He hasn't been right. bad. Well, the extra point was not good, but he had other ones. Yeah, he hasn't been bad. You know, we you know when a kicker's lost, bad. If we, if we lost that game because of that, yes. it would have been yes. terrible. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, bad. yeah, so no doubt about like, it. You know, you can't hit an extra point. I mean, that was so important, that extra point. Yes. You know, that, that's I, terrible. And, you know, and look, getting the one block, I'm not giving him credit, but, you know, Missing that fifty-five yarder, I mean, that ices the game right there. Yeah, you know, so it, it does. And it's not good. It does. And I, I, we, listen, we both. You don't kick that there. You don't kick that there. I think it was a big mistake. Uh, we both do. Yeah, we were I, both saying it as it happened. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Because of the odds of that, you know, when you're giving them the ball at midfield, and I just don't think the two 
way enough. And from what we just said, everything we just said about Sanders, you know, kind of leads you to believe that the odds are not necessarily in your favor of him making that. It's 50-50 at best. And so, uh, you know, to give up that kind of field position with a chance for the other team to tie the game, and I believe they would have went for two to possibly win the game. It doesn't make sense to do that. So, you know, that's how we both feel on it, and we'll leave it at that. But a lot has transpired uh, in this week. It's been almost like a month of with Newsworthy. So let's take a quick break, and I will be right back to run down uh, everything that went on. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, coming at you. And uh, we'll take you up to the Monday Night Football games. You actually got two of them going on. Uh, so you got the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers, which is undergoing right now. And then uh, a little bit later, you got the Browns at Steelers. Um, so you got a doubleheader of Monday Night Football. And uh, last week, uh, we talked uh, in length in, in the highlight or however you want to put it, of last week's show was obviously uh, the Monday night game, which was the New York Jets and the Aaron Rodgers uh, debut, um, you know, against the Buffalo Bills, which of course had heavy Miami Dolphin ramifications even for a week one game. And, uh, Rich, when I tell you it feels like a month has transpired, I don't think you could have had any more news packed in one week than what we witnessed. And that's why I'll backtrack now, because right after we got off the air, and I don't want to get into too many details, you know, with me and you, but uh, let's just say, uh, you know, this was, uh, the season was basically changed um, before it even started. Aaron Rodgers goes down with a uh, an Achilles uh, injury uh, right off the bat. I mean, I don't think either one of us saw that coming, right? Not not after four plays, no. We didn't, you know, that was insane. But you know, hey, look how many games they put them on prime time this year, right? Now, how many of those are going to be able to be flexed? So get ready. We're gonna we, we could be, you know, that could be affect us big time. Meaning that we'll get thrown in there. Yeah, or I thrown think out. So. I mean, they're not gonna. They're yeah, we're, we're going to get thrown in there. I think that you know the the Jets are going to be flexed a lot. You know, they're in a lot of primetime games this year. All right, well, let's see. Like, right off the bat, okay, um, uh, we got uh, – It doesn't happen until the end on, of the year, uh, I believe, though. It doesn't happen until the end of the year? the end of the year. Yeah, I think so. Okay. They have to be like well, November, you know. All right, so as far as Monday night football goes, they played opening day against Buffalo. Their other Monday night football game is November 6th, and that's against the, the, the Chargers. So they they have one other Monday night football game that they could get flexed out of. I think they had a bunch of Sunday of. nights, though, correct? Isn't it? Don't they have like Sunday three Sunday n- nights or something crazy? Yeah, I don't know that off the top of my head. So um, you know that that I don't know that that's possible. I'm jumping. Listen, yeah, they, they they probably have at least two, right? And they haven't played any of them yeah. yet. So both of those games, mm-hmm. do they flex like that? Both of those games yeah, have to be late to the flex. Yeah. Only uh-huh. to the end of the year. Yep. All right, so you got to figure they got one early. They probably only have one yeah. then. They probably only have one. They got one Monday night football and one Sunday night football, obviously, that could be flexed out depending on what they do um, and who they right. play. We know the Chargers is one of them. Monday night. I don't know the Sunday night schedule uh, offhand, but um, but obviously that changes things immensely uh, in the division. And right now, the Miami Dolphins have the best, clearest path they've had to this division in a a long time, Rich. A, a long time. Now it is what 100%. it is. I mean, it's there. You have to obviously you 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 have to execute. And you have to do it, you know. But right now, everything is is lined up very nicely for the Miami Dolphins, who I may add have the you know they have their best football team that they've had in a long, long time. You know, that's just the facts. Now Buffalo 
had a big loss in that Aaron Rodgers game and bounced back pretty nicely against the Raiders. So we were waiting to see where that's at, right? So they bounced back pretty nicely against the Raiders. Um, and, you know, uh, so, you know, they're, they're going to be there. But I think the Miami Dolphins still have an edge on them, and they play them in two weeks. We have the Denver Broncos next week, and then we go up to Buffalo. So, you know, we always say the first four games is very telling, and this will be extremely telling, right? A hundred percent. It's weird how many road games we have in the beginning of the year, right? Well, the way they've been doing it is you start out, you know, a lot of teams are starting out two, two and two. Not every team, but, like, uh, you know, a lot of teams are starting out that way. And we just happen to get the road. And uh, we've done it before. But, you know, um, you know it's, it's weird because the Dolphins are – they haven't been a great home team. They've been a decent no, road I, team. I don't, right? We have four in the last five at home, I believe, at the, at the end. But, but like I said, that's nothing to be happy about usually. Right, right. It's really not. When I see that, I mean – you know, the Dolphins' home field advantage, especially in that stadium, has been—it's been lackluster. I mean, it's been bad. And you also have to keep in mind that they never seem to benefit by the things they should benefit by, meaning the heat, the rain. The, heat, <laughs> the rain. That's just no, the we're, shoe we're Terrible in the rain. Terrible in the rain. Yeah. Terrible. But you know, you know, terrible. the last, the last, the last fifteen, twenty years, our home field advantage has stunk because it basically is like a—it's like a ticket for the away team. You oh know, yeah, that's their destination. Oh yeah, you know. So we don't even oh, put yeah. up with our own fans. Absolutely, you know. It's but that, that's, with, yeah. but that's the you know way. That's the punishment of being you know below average for the last two decades. Yeah, you know you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna fill the place up with your own fans. Right. So we we we'll see. I mean, we, you know, we'll see how they 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 play at home. Um, you know, like you said, that rain thing. I mean. You know, listen, that's been uh, an ongoing thing even through the Shula era. I mean, they uh, they played an AFC championship game in 85 that cost them I remember a Super Bowl berth yeah. because of that, right? Joe I mean, Carter. that was – you know, it's funny because in 82, yep, 82 they went, and then, you know, uh, with those conditions, 85 they got caught with another real sloppy, uh, you know, day and, and – Really, the New England Patriots were able to capitalize in so many areas and, you know, beat them there. A lot of people don't realize that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to say the least. You know, let me just also bring up, too, as we were talking about around the league, um, uh, <laughs> you were on this big time, and now it's being talked about. The Rams come in and they, they, they kick a field goal with four seconds left on the clock uh, in, <laughs> in a game that they're down by ten points. And which was uh, obviously, you know, can you say uh, legalized gambling? I mean, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 crazy. I mean, you know, like, like uh, a lot of people want an explanation of that one. That's for sure. You know, uh, and the only way that makes rational sense is if you have a chance to get the ball with at least one play after it's done. That's it. Now, to give McVay, does he think that did he think there was more time left when he sent that kicking no way. in? Did he not know no it was only four seconds? So Let the, me tell you something. If there's one coach in this league, if there's one coach in this league that's that's more meticulous than than even Bill Belichick, 
with details, it's him. He knows everything. He's on top and of everything. The, There's yeah, no I way he didn't I know. What, I can't imagine what the excuse was for that one. You know, that's totally yeah. nuts. I don't know. I mean, I've been trying to think, like, the only way that you, you know, you're going to – I don't see how you're getting the ball back. And, 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 you know, people are saying the clock doesn't run on an onside kick. Yeah, it does. It does. It runs the second somebody touches it. So for you to recover it, I mean, yeah, it doesn't run if you kick the ball. Okay, if you kick the ball 10 yards and I guess you recover it without it being touched, it doesn't run. What's the odds of that? Yeah, but, but well, here it is, though. The, that clock ran out when the ball was in the air. I mean, yeah, I know. I know. That, that, oh, I know. But I'm trying know? to tell you, even if yeah. it didn't. Yeah, I know. I, I'm trying to tell you, even if yeah, it like, didn't. Yeah, you would have, the only thing you could do is the Stanford band play. That would be it on the kickoff. You know? No, you you're really not, you're can't. Not you're not getting the ball. You don't get the ball well, you on don't the kickoff, play. Rich. You kick off. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're, you're doing an onside kick. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's what yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah. For an onside kick, the only yeah. way the time doesn't come off, if I'm correct, and I may not even be, is you have to kick the onside kick and you have to recover it without it being touched by the other team first. And I'm not even sure yeah. if a second doesn't run off once you do. I think once you do, it may I start yeah, running. I don't know. It. Yeah, it, yeah. There's no way to do that. Yep. So I, I really, it, it's baffling. It, it, it's a baffling thing to me of why they would do that. And I haven't really heard anything, you know, other than, uh, you know, than that. There's um, a lot of happy people today. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now listen, we didn't come out of this game scot free. As I'm sure you know, Waddle now is in concussion protocol for that last right. hit that they took him off the field. Well, he's in protocol today. And, um, you know, you know how that goes, especially with the Miami Dolphins. It's going to be, uh, you know, uh, it, 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 we'll see. But if he, I think he's got a concussion. So, um, you know. Yeah. He didn't come back in the game after that, but, you know, who knows? You know? No, he's in p- concussion protocol today. Does that mean he has a concussion, or just it means? Yeah, I think it does. Him. That means he had one. It means day. it means that you know he he he's being watched, like he's in it. Yeah, I think he oh, had it. I think it, you know, like in, in the old days, right? Where like wasn't it like you couldn't even fly if you had a concussion? Yeah, I don't, the, that whole thing was very confusing to me with two last year. I mean, with that kind of concussion and everything, and then he's on the yeah. flight home. That was bizarre to me. So I, I stuff must have changed there because absolutely, you you did not yeah. fly with that. But, I, but but you know, I don't know how old the old days are because you know, obviously, Marino <laughs> gets knocked out and has one of the worst concussions of his career in Seattle, comes off the bench, throws a pass for a touchdown to win the game, and then he flies back from Seattle. So, I mean, I guess they did, right? But I always thought so, too. Yeah, I always thought there was a thing about that. You you couldn't fly if that happened, you know? But he did. You know, like you said, we don't even know what the protocol is, right? What, he just gets looked at every day by an independent doctor? What what is what is the protocol? I don't even know what it is. Uh, I think you have to, I think you have to pass a series of tests 
um, throughout the week before you're eligible to to play again. And uh, I don't know what those tests are and um, how long you have to wait before you can take them. Right. You know, so, you know, I just wonder at a certain point, will we be able to do any shows without at least the concussion being brought up? I mean, it just seems like this is now going to be, you know, not just an ongoing thing, but, um, I mean, a a part of, you know, the makeup here. It just just seems like we're always uh, in that realm, Mike. I mean, now we're talking about, you know, Waddle, who is is doing it, and, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess these things did go on. We just didn't address them like we do now, but... It's certainly, you know, with the Miami Dolphins is a big thing. And I waited to get an update, and the only update I know now is that he's officially in concussion protocol. Yeah, like, you know, they're not even really there today, right? Right, He is, like, uh, injured guys are. Well, he, you know, injured guys are. Yeah, Yeah, anybody injured. Well, well, yeah, because he's got to get, you know, any injured guy, you know, is pretty much there, but... um, you know, with an injury like that, I don't know what the, you know, prognosis and how they do that now with these things. Are they going to straight answer out of this team? When it's oh, yeah, you're not going to get it. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, and it's become more and more around the league with these teams. But, yeah, if you look for, if you look for that, good luck. You know when you're gonna know? <laughs> Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah. Sunday at yeah. one o'clock. No, what? Twelve fifty-two. I stick with one. I, I say one o'clock. I still say one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, so there's that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, the one caveat I didn't say. Is obviously injuries, right? I mean, injuries like yeah, we uh, okay, we we have not had Armstead, and and you know, and Phillips is hurt. We're pretty healthy though. I mean, with the you know, depending on how you look at things, you know, we're a pretty healthy football team right now. Uh, I mean, Ramsey's out for four weeks out if you're counting that. I mean, he's never suited up for the Miami Dolphins, but um, but as far as like you know, they're they're fairly healthy right now. They're a pretty healthy football team, but now you know that changes things in a minute because you know you see what happened with the Jets. So you know it's so early right now. You got to go through the season, and a lot of things change. But right now, you know the Dolphins are in a pretty good spot right now. You know they can they're they're they have. Uh, the division, I think, you know, in their control as good as they've had it in a long time. And I think that they played Buffalo well enough last year where injuries kind of cost them taking that division and maybe even a playoff game, right? I mean, I think so. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we should, we, you know, when you play a playoff game without your starting quarterback, you know, that's, you know, we had yeah. a third stringer at that game, you know, and we're in it. Too. Yeah. We're, it yeah. wasn't like we weren't in that game, you know? Yeah, no doubt about but, you know, it. You know, anybody who loses their starting quarterback in this league is going to be in trouble. There's no question about it, you know? Yeah. You know, we're not different than anybody else. We certainly you know? are not. 
All right, let's take our last break. We'll come on back and uh, we'll look at these two Monday night football games that are going on too and how they implicate the Dolphins. It's intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be run in for a touchdown by A.J. Dewey at the 10 to 5. He's Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. You listen to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Barkley, uh, turns out that it's 
some kind of a sprain. They're looking at three weeks. Uh, I don't think it's a high ankle sprain, so um, maybe three weeks would be, I guess you sign up for that, the way that looked. Um, so you got that. You ever not and, no, I mean that's that's the thing that's that's why you know uh, it's been plaguing his career. Um, the talent's there, but it's just you know the injuries. I mean, he just doesn't seem like he can avoid that. So uh, I I think he was lucky to get that franchise tag at that number. Um, you know, the holdout. That's the best thing he could have done was to sign that. Um, but you know, it's hard enough for running backs, right? Without having that. Um, but uh, that looked that looked nasty though. So um, I almost think you got to be well, pretty yeah, happy with three weeks. He didn't, yeah, right? it wasn't like just like a I'm, I'm hopping on one foot. I mean, he had to be almost carried off the field with that. So high or low ankle sprain, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I know. So uh, yeah, you got to be. And that's a position better. where you need your ankles, man. You know, that's not. Yeah. You can't really get away with your not having ankles on that position, you know. That's your main no. thing. You know how do you cut yeah. without that? You know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you're right on that. So, um, you know, it changes the complexion in a lot of ways, uh, and and um, you know we'll see how it changes. Uh, you know the the AFC specifically um, tonight. That's what I'll be looking for. I mean, is Pittsburgh as bad as they looked? They might be. I mean, I don't know. It's Cle- be. Cleveland's a better Who team knows? than people think. You know, Cleveland's a better team than people think. And uh, but they never beat Pittsburgh, though, right? Never, never, no. Nope. They, they never did. Yeah. Right. So. so this is. I mean, this is kind of like that's why I'm saying the change into the guard. Like this is, I would say, you know, a game that you really look to see. You know, is this the time like that it's going to turn? You know, um, and. Uh, I think they're in Pittsburgh. So uh, they're in Pittsburgh. Yep, they are yeah. in Pittsburgh. And, you know, it's one of those it's one of those teams that doesn't play well against the other one. And you know, and nobody ever is as bad as they are week one or as good as they are week no. one. You know that exactly, you know? exactly. So. I could, you know, you you think you can tell the future, and uh, you know, in week one, and and you just can't. What transpires and ultimately takes shape is just so different. It really is. It's so different than, uh, you know, what you start off with. Um, One one thing I should address, too, uh, you know, I I really liked uh, Braxton Berrios. I thought that was a great pickup. And I think now you're seeing, you know, he can really add a lot to this team. I like the way him and Craycraft are kind of – Hitting that, you know, those those seams and and uh, you know they make tough catches. Uh, Barrios returns punts very well too, which we both didn't like Waddle back there. So um, you know that yeah. alone, I think, is pretty good. Yep. Yeah, I have no problem with that. You know, um, I, and I think we saw a big, you know, I think there was a big improvement in our defense from week one to two. You know, yeah, yesterday there was. too. So you know, there was. Remember, I said it was, was... Take, you know five six weeks for that for that really to get good. And we're you know, and we still have two major players out. You know, between Ramsey and you know and and uh and Jalen. You know, so you know, right. I, the pass rush seemed to be you know real strong. And you know, I mean, is that yep. how much is attributed to 
the New England offensive line, or how much is attributed to just the Dolphins' defense? Just you know, like you said, just kind of getting more in sync week two. Um, and then you know, when you look at, uh, I, I guess we got to talk about the Gasecki play, right? I mean, uh, how bizarre was the end of this game? I mean, Gasecki makes the last catch. And he's short, yeah. and he flips the ball, but he doesn't just flip it inadvertently. Like he makes an unbelievable flip over a guy's head into a lineman's hands, who then puts his head down and and runs and needs <laughs> an official review from New York to spot it again that he didn't get yeah, it. It was, was that ruled close. on the field. It was ruled the first down on the field. You know, we got yeah. lucky on that. You know. I really love. I mean, how that. bizarre would and, that? You know, you know? and you know, and let, let's not forget the the biggest problem with the defense yesterday was number thirty three and Eli Apple. What a horrendous, horrendous game he had. You know, that's Eli Apple, man. We've watched his career, and we've yeah. watched him with the Giants. Yeah. We watched him in the Super Bowl again with Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, yep. he's Eli Apple. You know, that you're going to get those kind of things. You're going to see him for a while. I mean, Eli Apple is going to be a fixture in this defense. So, you know, hopefully, you know, they can make some changes with that. Ironically, Eli Apple was an instrumental part of that last play. Um, uh, You know, I I think Van Ginkle was the key part when he grabbed that ball and and kind of rotated the lineman to stop his progress. But Eli Apple was right in there, too. So, you know, give him credit where that's due. He had a terrible game. Yeah. But, I mean, Rich, that, that play goes, you know, an inch more. They don't overrule that. You know, I, no. <laughs> that they're going to drive. It's going to be close, man. They're going to really, yeah. really flirt with scoring there. And that they would have just a been, couple, They would have a couple shots at the end zone for sure at the end. No question about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Um, let's, also, let's also state uh, Belichick 19 away from Shula. Now he's starting to – make references and come out and he said that he was, wants to stay around. At least I've heard that he said this. There was a report that he said he felt disrespected by Shula uh, as Shula slighted him uh, and, and, and made some derogatory statements about uh, him. Uh, let's be honest, Shula is the one who, who told uh, the, the, the Belichick uh, nickname. Yep. I mean, that was that Shula who basically, you know, on that, if you will, <laughs> pun intended, I guess. Um, but uh, you know, well, you know, it's not making it up. <laughs> no, no, no. We want to. You want to get into that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, he cheats more than the card counter in Vegas. I mean, come on. Yeah. This guy yeah. is a notorious cheat. You know. So that being said, I mean, nineteen is nineteen, right? Like, uh, you. I think the key comes down is to that third year. Do you get 19 in two years? I hope not. I think this team has a chance to really go on a skid. And I think the people up in New England are getting a little bit impatient. Kraft made a statement going into this year about him, right? Uh, I mean, he made that statement. Somebody else. uh, The problem is, though, he's not going to be, unless he wants to be done, he's going to have a lot of teams chasing him after this. You know that, you know? Well, there's no like, doubt you know, about that. So if you're, again, yeah, right. Gonna, if, yeah, so he would have to have pack it in because, like you said, they'd be lining up around the block to, 
to sign That's him. That's true. But he, you know what I've noticed, though? Did you notice that he did, does look like he, he aged a lot in the last year? I noticed a significant oh, a difference. Yeah. Um, it, listen, I don't care if you're – I don't care if you're, you know, uh, uh, the rookie, you know, uh, Gannon up in uh, Arizona, out in Arizona, Don Shula, or Bill Belichick. It's it's a stressful job, a highly stressful oh, job. And whether you have nine Super Bowls or, you know, no Super Bowls, it wears on you, even if you live it. Um, and so... You know, the uh, problem, my problem is, my, my, the, what scares me about it is, even if he has a fallout out in New England and they ace him after after this year or next, and he's like, say he's like seven or eight away, somebody's going to pick him up just because he'll want to keep his son in the game. Yeah, if he wants he to go that route. like, But, you know, if he wants to go that route, the question is, I don't think he's going to – Bill Belichick's not the kind of guy – in my opinion, he's not the kind of guy to to take over a team ready to win and win. I think he's the kind of guy who's a system guy. I think he's got to build the team around his system. Now you could say, no, well, you're right. what about New England? But, but New England was his system. You know, Parcells was his system. So, he ha- you know, yeah. that was a ready-made situation that he fell into in a sense over there, even though there was, you know, uh, removed from it, he was able to go into a system that had players that were ready, you know, knew his system and could do that easily. Um, but I don't see him taking over a team, uh, you know, and just going right in. I think he changes it over. So I don't know, you know, if it gets to that point, that's a factor. Um, you know, I'm basically talking from the New England doing, standpoint. You know, I, I don't see this guy want to be retired, though. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like the kind of guy that wants to go play golf or, you know, no. get on a sailboat or something. You know what I mean? No. He's a, he's a, he's a strange bird where I don't really – look, I would love him to just go disappear, but I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. My, the, Does he go fear. into the front office in a sense? Does he become – you know, I don't I, know. For, I, I don't even think no. so. I don't got his personality, you know? Yeah. You're right. You're right, but it's something that we have to address, especially on a Miami Dolphin show. I mean, I it's you know, it's it's it there, stinks. It but really it's stinks, not, you know, you know, it does, but, you know, but it's not. If he, if he gets, he's got to get like a, you know, a couple five win seasons, maybe with you know, push him out the door, and that he would want to come back, you know. Maybe you know, it doesn't help. It, do, it doesn't help no. that you know. Everybody said, "What did everybody say?" Is they were going to know now uh, with Tom Brady if it was all Bill Belichick, right? That's what everybody said, right? When Brady left, is it all Belichick? Yeah. And it turned out that no, actually, now that the, the coin is flipped, was it all Brady? <laughs> you know, that's kind of quick. Flip pretty quickly, so you know there's that, and 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 like you said, I mean, uh, a four or five win season could really amplify that. Nineteen is not right there if you're having bad seasons. So you know that that'll be an interesting watch, but you know um, we'll see. I mean, they start off zero and two. I said this last year; they were on the verge of collapsing last year, on the verge. And then they wound up winning yeah. that game and, and kind of went on a run. So uh, they were on the verge of a four-win season last year, in my opinion. You know, but they were able to kind of – They turned it around, yeah. Yep. They turned it around. So, you know, uh, we'll see. I mean, it's it's that kind of thing. Um, but, eh, you know, 
It's fun to watch. We've had enough watching of the opposite of it, and that's them holding up the trophy every year, you know? So, you know, we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see how this kind of turns and, 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 you know, go from there. Um, Denver. Coming into town now, uh, Miami Dolphins will will see where they are injury-wise with Waddle and whether or not they can get that offense, uh, you know, back the explosive part or whether they're going to, you know, keep this uh, going in the way that they had it, um, you know. But uh, that's one thing that I do like. I think they have a lot of weapons and they're a very smart run team uh, that will take advantage of what, you know, is there. Um, I think it's not necessarily, you know, the way everybody was jumping on week one with, you know, they're unstoppable and, you know, uh, I don't think you're going to get that in that that receiving core every week, but I think there's other weapons that they could use when they don't have it. So let's see if this continues, Rich. That's the big deal. I'd like to see that this balanced offense and, you know, uh, able to do that and then explode when needed. It's very tough to beat a team that can do that. Yeah, 100%. You know, they're they're very balanced, you know. There's still some issues on this team, but I think, like I said, I think the defense is a work in progress. I think it's going to get better. And, uh, you know, if, if, what's the story on Armstead? Did they say anything about him? I don't know, man. I, I, I it, it was you know, week to week, and now I haven't really heard anything. It just seems like this is an ongoing thing now. Can't get him back into the lineup. But, no, I haven't really had, heard any new update on it. So we'll see. He got hurt Hopefully in practice, he'll be. Right? I don't know. I think he did. I don't know if it's a new injury or re-injuring same stuff. I don't know. It's always a mystery with him. But hopefully we'll get well, him in the mystery. lineup soon. Do we ever get a straight answer about any of our injuries? No. No, we don't. But, uh, you know. What are you going to do from a positive standpoint? 2-0, and oh, and uh, we'll, we'll ride that in and uh, – yeah, we'll see where it brings us. And uh, on closing, happy 62nd birthday to uh, the great Dan Marino. And uh, on that closing, we'll see you next week. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a boot Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. 